So it's no secret that I am not a crypto whale, and I often joke about being a crypto salmon. So many times when I'm getting ready to make a quote unquote big purchase or get ready for a mint, I have to add cash coming from US dollars into ETH or whatever cryptocurrency it is that I'm going into. But last week when ETH was at $1,200, I decided to purchase an OG Lion. But while I was waiting for those funds to clear after I bought the ETH and transferred it in, I found out about an upcoming mint. So today I'm going to explain why I'm going to mint a new NFT rather than purchasing a lazy lion. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So first, I must say, this is no knock on the Lazy Lions. I've had my eye on them really since probably two or three months after they launched. I'm just always a fan of how they rushed Twitter and their community, which is really cool. And I have a cub. And I still intend to buy an OG. However, it is also no secret that I am a huge fan of the Bulls and Apes project. It is one of my favorite NFT projects. And in fact, I'll even go a step further and say it is one of my favorite Web3 companies. And in episode 373, I explored their lore, chapters one through six. Well, now we're up to chapter seven and eight, and it's only getting better and better. But up until this point, what we've actually seen on the blockchain as far as the collections that were released, the original OG Bulls, which included the God Bulls, once you were able to work your way up the ecosystem if you weren't one of the select 10 i believe it was at the original mint and they are sitting at the top of the ecosystem but then also later on came the teen bulls so if you weren't one of the first 10 people that got the god bull you'd have to work your way up by using teen bulls and working through all the tokenomics there you can listen to the lore video or just check out their website all the tokenomics actually explains how people get from og bulls to god bulls all the god bulls have been minted out at this point however we have not seen the apes. So in chapters five and six, the apes arrive. And then by seven and eight, things are totally crazy. It is absolutely ridiculous. And it just drew me in. I am a sucker for the lore. I have watched it on YouTube just countless times. And I'm looking at all the different intricacies of the story and seeing how the fan, or I should say community interaction, actually shaped the founders and how we were collecting these things, how we were interacting. And that was actually added into the lore and added into the utility of these bulls. So that is just really cool to see. And just seeing how all of this stuff develops over time, I'm just such a huge fan of the story. But besides all the cool things that is happening with the tokenomics, and I said all the different steps that are coming out and the story just rolling out on YouTube, which I think is absolutely amazing. This is like a full fledged motion picture the way they're doing this of course the format that is on youtube is more like a storyboard because there's still images and then there's voiceovers and just amazing music and what have you but absolutely drew me in so of course with the apes arriving on the scene of the lore we also knew that the mint was coming after all this is the bulls and apes project however as i said the bulls were the only ones that were out the three levels of the bulls the ogs the gods and the teens but now that the apes are showing up i always knew from six months ago when i originally minted that i was going to get some apes because the project has just delivered on everything love what they're doing however these ten thousand apes that are getting ready to show up to basically invade the world of the bulls and go to war with them there's going to be a pre-mint which will release a fraction of the ten thousand 
Now, when I first found out about this, they're getting ready to have a Twitter space, and that will be on January 5th. That is when everything's going to be released, letting us know when all the details are actually rolling out, and you can start to mint that process. So as far as going over to the Bulls and Aves Projects, their official Twitter page, which I will leave in the show notes, it actually shows all the information there. And by the way, there is no affiliation as far as like I'm getting commission for speaking about this thing or promoting it or whatever it might be. I am just literally a sucker for this thing. I have spent my own money, my own funds into buying the two bulls that I have, and I've been collecting them, storing them, and was looking forward to this. But I just want to put that little disclaimer there in case anyone thinks this is some sort of sponsored spot or anything of that nature. I am not on the team. I would love to be, but I am not a part of the project or anything. Just I hold two bulls and that's it. So going back to this whole thing, I find out about the whole mint coming up. The Twitter space is upcoming for January 5th. Okay. I put that on my calendar, put on the notifications, what have you. At this point, did not know what the price was going to be. And luckily, I received a notification letting me know, a little inside scoop, whatever, that is going to be 0.22 ETH. So that was the breaking news of the day, and that's why I decided to record this podcast. Now, as an OG bull holder, we know that the pre-sale or the whitelist opportunity, whatever you want to call it, was at 0.17 ETH, and the public sale was at 0.22 ETH. And at current time of reporting this right now, the floor price is dancing around that one ETH mark. And it all depends on how many breedings are left on the bulls, the traits, and all sorts of other factors. But generally speaking, it's dancing somewhere between, let's say, 0.8, 0.9, and 1.2. That is basically where the floor price is right now. So as far as a return, that is great. But like I said, I hold my two bulls and I haven't sold them. So it's not like I am actually seeing that ETH in my wallet or anything of that nature. But giving you a comparison, when we minted these originally back in May, people such as myself who were coming from US dollars, well, actually coming from Jamaican dollars, then US dollars, then into ETH, the equivalent was basically $430 worth of ETH. But today with the prices of everything falling, guess what? ETH now, that 0.22 is going to be only $264 about, give or take. Of course, ETH is going all over the place, but using the price of the point of recording this and what have you, that's basically where it's going to be. Somewhere around that 260, 250, 270 maybe, depending on the day, but almost half the price. So when you look at it that way, this mint is going to be pretty cheap as far as dollar wise and ETH wise, it is considered one of the higher end mints, but it is still the same as a public sale. And as a little pre-note, I actually purchased mine at 0.17, which was the pre-sale because I was in there early and what have you. But if I had purchased this at 0.22, the public sale, it would have been $430. And now it would be about half of that price. But the big question is, why am I purchasing this instead of the lazy lion? Again, I absolutely love the Lazy Lions, have nothing wrong there. However, the track record of the Bulls and Apes project had just blown me away. They have really made me a big fan, a supporter of everything that they're doing. Fully Docs team, you know, guaranteeing these mints and what have you, not to mention the floor price going up 500%. That is a bonus. I mean, it's great just not to lose any money in the fact that it is guaranteed, but then to see that it goes up 500 plus percent, that is absolutely ridiculous. But as far as what this is all going down to, well, as a marketing person, this is something that I know and have said multiple times, whether it be in creating my marketing scenarios or whatever it might be, is that people actually do not purchase on logic. So sure, there was a great track record that 500% is statistics, the guarantee, that's all the logical stuff. What we actually purchase on is emotion. 
and then we justify it with the logic. So as I said, I am a sucker for this lore. I have been drawn in, absolutely love the story. I watched it. I have viewed it multiple times on YouTube. I have shared it with people. I've even made an episode about the lore itself, which I think is second to none in Web3. These NFT projects are just really lacking in that department as far as the content creation, the story and all of that. There are some great projects. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely love a lot of projects. And I can just go down the list and sing praises to just countless people, countless creators within the space, companies that are coming up and building some amazing things. So I'm not going to take away from anyone or any project or anything. But me personally, I am a huge fan of this story. And it's like, I just can't wait for the next chapter to come out. So when it came time to make the purchase and get the NFT, I mean, it was a no brainer. It was something that I planned to do from the beginning. As soon as I had my bulls, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get some apes, complete the whole team, get the bulls and apes within the bulls and apes project, right? It just makes sense. But when seeing the lore and just how everything plays out, and if you watch those videos, and actually there's characters by name and everything, I'm already wanting to say, you know, Team Vile or Team Ava, which are the two ape factions, if you will, that are going to come out in that whole storytelling. And you know what? I think this is going to be so much fun. And I think Web3 is so ripe for these just amazing storytelling and it brings fandom to another level. So if you're someone that has ever collected anything, I came into this whole NFT space because I saw the connection between my middle school days of con- uh, of connecting Pokemon, uh, collecting Pokemon cards to these NFTs because I saw this thing and I was like, you know what? This reminds me what like how much fun it was in middle school and I see the value here. So this IP, this story, everything that's being built here and just how I am so drawn in and now I'm a sucker. Like basically I could not wait for these apes to show up so I could spend some money just shows the power of what's being built here. Now, this is something that's not just limited to the Bulls and Apes project. We, there's a lot to be said about how much investment, let's say, even Disney is making in this space. They're making a huge Web3 division. They said the next big storytelling brand is going to come out of Web3. Now, who's to say that this is going to be Disney? It could be the Bulls and Apes projects for all I know. 10, 15 years from now, it could be a behemoth of a character, an IP, I should say, as a Pokemon. I'm not making any guarantees or promises or predictions or anything, but I just know I'm suckered into it. Absolutely love what's going on right here. And I say, why not, right? So as far as what's going on, why am I minting this, getting these apes instead of purchasing that when I had that money earmarked for the lazy lion? It's because I just want to be a part of this, the next chapter and going forward, I hope to see a return, but I just know I want the characters that I want added to the collection. And I think this is the beginning of something just really, really cool. So how did I find out about this, this price and everything, even before it was really made public? And you might think that it's because, oh, I have a podcast and I have some inside information and what have you. I've interviewed the founder. Actually, no, I am on the email list. I am an insider from the project by subscribing to the email. And if you did not know, I do have an email that does come out. It's called the Nifty Business Week. And usually I highlight different things that I don't do a full episode about, but I'm relaunching that. It has been on a break right now for a couple of reasons. One, I took that little break as far as recording the episodes, but most importantly, the platform that it is currently on, which is currently owned by Twitter, they're scrapping that division. So I have to port everything over, set up a new newsletter, and I'm going to revamp that by this weekend. 
However, you can sign up for that and get the inside scoop at niftybusinessweek.com. So once that launches again this weekend, guess what? You will be the first to get that insider scoop. You don't have to pay for that. You don't have to buy any NFTs or anything. Just by signing up for that, breaking news, cool stories that I might not cover on the podcast will show up in your inbox. So with that said, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.